twenty, Uxpanapa Road. Search for the Navas Wren. I woke up several times in the night, anxious I was going to sleep in and miss the bus. When I finally woke up, it was 5.59, one minute before the bus left. They don't always leave on time, so I figured if I rushed, I might still be able to catch it. Doña Mika was sat on a stool outside her room, exactly where she'd been last night. I was slightly concerned that she'd been there all night. I brushed past her saying goodbye. Luckily the bus was still there, but all the lights were off. The driver now said he was leaving at 6.20. No passengers turned up and he reluctantly set off at 6.30, nice and punctual. The chubby guy with a moustache and a mullet turned out to be the ticket collector. His gangly sidekick was the driver. It turned out the bus didn't even go to Catemaco, which was a bit of a shock, but dropped me off at the junction from where I was soon able to catch another bus going to the town of Acayucan, and from there another to Matias Romero. On the second bus ride, the driver and ticket collector were another fat, skinny combo. I swear these pairs must go out for meals together, the fat one stealing all the skinny one's food. The skinny one came up to me halfway and asked if I wanted to change some dollars. I told him I didn't have any because I came from England. I actually had a big fat wad of dollars laying in my money belt. On arrival, I checked the bus times for tomorrow before hiking up the hill to the centre of town to go and look for a hotel. The town isn't in the guidebook due to its lack of redeeming features, I guess. So I asked some friendly locals if there was a hotel nearby. They pointed at one across the street, which turned out to be twice the amount I was willing to pay. I went back and asked them if there was anywhere a bit cheaper, and they directed me to a huge blue and white hotel five minutes away, with rooms for 118 pesos. That's more like it. After eating 11 tacos, I was fat and happy and turned in for an early night. I woke up at 5 to 6, giving me five minutes to get dressed and run to the bus station. Of course the bus didn't leave till 6.10 though. Half an hour later I was in Boca del Monte, at the start of the Uxpanapa Road. Some combis were parked on the other side of the road, but in my experience I knew that they wouldn't leave while there was no passengers, so I started walking. Half an hour later one came along and I got in the back for a bumpy one-hour ride with a cold wind and dust blowing in my face. The spot I wanted to get to was at a bridge over a river 41 kilometers along, but I'd forgotten my GPS unit and I had to guess how far along we'd gone. When we got there, I checked with the driver that it was the right river and started walking back along towards Boca del Monte. The patches of forest along this section of the road were meant to be quite good. I checked all the little paths into the forest made by the banana farmers or cows. There were a few birds, including the attractive little orange-billed sparrow with their high-pitched voices hopping around on the forest floor. I also saw a white-nosed kawati, a raccoon-like animal with a long snout. Later on, I found some decent forest with huge limestone boulders in it, just the habitat that the Navas wren like. It was already late morning and I didn't expect them to be still singing. I did see a spectacular white hawk perch nearby though. Clambering through the undergrowth was pretty precarious as the rocks were slippery and razor sharp. If I fell I could easily break my leg or at least get a nasty gash. I finished my birding without major injury, although I did have a dozen or so spines embedded in my hand from mistakenly grabbing the wrong tree to stop myself from falling over. Back at Matias Romero, I washed my clothes in the shower. I was feeling tired and disheartened. Too much disappointment recently. I went for some more tacos to make myself feel better. Better luck tomorrow. I woke up early and didn't have to run to catch the bus. It finally showed up and half an hour later I was in Boca del Monte. I sat and waited for a combi to come along whilst eating a breakfast of four bananas and a can of apple juice, part of my new health drive. Today I was going to bird a bit closer at a patch of forest near kilometre 26 where Navas Wren is supposed to be found. From the side road I had walked along, I scrambled up a steep bank and into the dark forest. 
It took a few minutes for my eyes to adjust to the change in light, but when they did, I saw that the forest was full of huge limestone boulders, some the size of elephants. This was probably the only reason the forest was still here. I spotted some movement nearby and saw a tiny brown bird climbing up a branch. It was a plain xenops, a member of the oven bird family. I walked further into the dark forest between the boulders. Ahead was a huge wall of limestone about 30 meters tall. I saw a dark shape moving around the bottom, so I stopped to look at it through my binoculars. It was an agouti, a huge guinea pig-like animal. I slowly walked towards it to get a closer look. It walked into a gap in the wall where a corridor led into a cul-de-sac. I followed it in. At the end was a tree as tall as the walls which the agouti had walked behind. I followed it round the tree in the hope of getting a picture, but found it had disappeared. There were a lot of crevices and little caves that I assumed that it had used as a hiding place. I spent the morning quietly walking around the forest in search of my wrens. I didn't find them, but thousands of mosquitoes found me and seemed unfazed by my mosquito coils burning constantly. At one point I climbed up one of the sharp limestone walls and through a window-like opening. I was greeted with the most amazing sight. There was space between the rocks, almost like the inside of a building, that was completely enclosed. Shafts of light shone in on the tropical plants that were clinging to the sides, making it look like a natural conservatory. Considering the steep climb on the jagged rocks and that it was completely hidden, I wondered how many people had ever even seen this place. Disappointed at not finding the wrens, I left the forest and walked back along the road in the baking heat. I looked at the land that had once been completely forested and that was now pasture for cows. Just a few precious fragments remain where there are too many rocks. It was 1pm and incredibly hot. I stopped in the shade where an old man was waiting for a combi. His machete hung from his belt in a leather holster like a sword in its hilt. A combi finally came along, but it was so full I had to hang on the back. I was hot and tired, and the last thing I wanted to do was hang on the back of a truck along a bumpy road for an hour. In Boca del Monte I changed to another one, making sure I got a seat. A middle-aged woman got on, and I would have given her my seat. Any Mexican man would have, only I was just so tired. I didn't think another day would mean I would see the wren, so I decided I would leave in the morning. I went for tacos one last time. The guy at the stand laughed when I ordered the same thing again. Cinco tacos y una manzanita. I ate my way through the plain-tasting tacos, wishing there was something else to eat. I really need to put more effort into my Spanish.